0: You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily podcast on the Arizona Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Cardinals. My name is Alex Clancy, your host for Locked On Cardinals on the Locked On Sports Podcast Network. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the actual podcast at Locked On AZ Cards on Twitter. Just starting that up. So any follow would help. Uh, lots to talk about ahead of the Thursday night matchup between the uh, Seattle Seahawks and Arizona Cardinals. Arizona coming off a win against San Francisco uh in northern california and seattle coming off a loss of their own so this will be a very interesting dynamic this week cardinals are 4 and 4 they're only crazily two games out in the loss column in the a- in the NFC west which i mean it's definitely a misnomer because you know if if the cardinals maybe were at full strength they were 4 and 4 be a little bit different than being down your star running back and starting quarterback but having said that seahawks are 5 and 3 cardinals 4 and 4 be an interesting matchup. The Seahawks all time are, or the Cardinals are 18 17 and 1 all time against the Seahawks. Take that for, you know, how with however much, uh, you know, girth as, as you want. But it's been a pretty even matchup. Over the last few years with Bruce Arians as the head coach, it seems that the road team usually wins, which is weird. Uh, Seattle usually hosts week 16 or week 17. And the Cardinals over the last four years have definitely done pretty well over there. There was a tie, six six last year, uh, in in Phoenix, which was awful. So many missed field goals, and you know it was really an atrocity to watch. Uh, this edition of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. I'll talk to you a little bit more about that. How you can get some free money out of MyBookie which is actually true, and I'll tell you how how you can win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription as well a little bit later on. So leading up to Thursday night's game, uh, Seattle coming into town, these two teams have had issues this year. Seattle, their offensive line, uh, they traded for Mr. Brown to bolster their offensive line a couple weeks ago before the trade deadline. Their secondary has been hobbled, and you can tell that everybody's starting to get a little bit older. This isn't three or four or five years ago where they're – secondary was just spry young chaps you know earl thomas cam chancellor uh, bobby wagner richard sherman list goes on and on you're starting to see injuries kind of take a take a hold of of cam chancellor had an injury uh, uh bobby wagner had one as well so i believe that they're going to have issues in the secondary earl thomas probably not going to play thursday night sherman is questionable he'll probably play uh, you know it's it, it, but Seattle's issues have been with the offensive line. Richard uh, Russell Wilson is probably one of the most underrated quarterbacks, elusivity wise, in history. I know it's a very blanket statement, but he's say what you want about guys like Tony Romo, but Tony Romo got hit a lot. This is before they bolstered their offensive line when Ezekiel Elliott came in with the draft picks. Tony was kind of on the tail end of that. DeMarco Murray year, but Tony Romo was known for his ability to escape the pocket and not go down uh, for a sack or what have you, or a loss. Russell Wilson's the same way. He's just more athletic. He might even have a stronger arm than Tony Romo. Russell Wilson has the ability to escape the pocket and also look down the field and make big plays. So, his ability to do that is kind of masked the fact that they've had a weak offensive line for the last four years or so. Marshawn Lynch... Helped with that as well because of his ability to run through people, not necessarily just need to run around people. Marshall Lynch helped with the masking process as well. So, Cardinals, on the other hand, their issues have been with the offensive line through about five weeks, and their offensive line looks like a Pro Bowl offensive line, left tackle to right tackle at this point. They did have some trouble in Europe, in London, when they played the Rams. Uh, that was the day that Carson Palmer got hurt. That was DJ Humphrey's second week back, I think. So it doesn't really, not really the greatest moniker for where they are, but you could tell over the last few weeks they're starting to gel. And it's uh, it'll be interesting to see for the future if they can hang on to all these guys and, you know, they can be a cohesive unit and move into the future with an actual offensive line that has been lacking uh, in the last two or three years for the Cardinals. And obviously, David Johnson being out, Carson Palmer being out. It's tough for Drew Stanton to just walk in and produce the way Carson Palmer did. Because I think before Carson Palmer got hurt, he was the third, he had the third, second or third highest passing yardage uh, by any quarterback in the NFL this year, and that a lot of that was a, a testament to the Cardinals being down, but he still put up the numbers at at thirty five. So, what the Cardinals need to do on Thursday to win? Let's let's move into this little phase of the podcast. What do they need to do to win? If you listen last week, I had a three prong plan to keep the Cardinals afloat for the rest of the season. That was when I thought that David Johnson would come back, and David Johnson still might come back if they if the Cardinals lose three games in a row and they go to four and seven. There's really no reason to. But if they can win two out of the next three and go to six and five, maybe David Johnson will get a little healthier, a little faster if they're in in kind of a you know the playoff hunt. And who knows? Carson Palmer might come back week 15. Like this isn't this is still a very fluid situation, albeit an outside chance for the Cardinals to actually make the playoffs. So my three-pronged plan starting last week was this was after the loss, the awful loss to the Rams. Is number one, let Tristan throw the ball. I know he's not as talented as Carson Palmer in 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 swinging it down the field, but you got to let him throw the ball if he's going to be your quarterback with how opportunistic this offense is. You can't just completely curtail the playbook because your starting quarterback went out. you got to kind of go for the gold here. What do you really have to lose? Number two, get Andre Ellington involved. Last week, two catches, 14 yards. So that didn't really work all that well. But he was just coming off injury. They came off a bye week. You know, maybe just need to get the juices flowing a little bit. And they pretty much had control over that game. And Adrian Peterson ran the ball 37 times against San Francisco. Number three, don't blitz on third down so much. This is key. Like, I just don't understand the disconnect where you're third from the worst, so you're, you know, 30th, in third-down efficiency defense. I think it was 46% before last week, and I think San Francisco went 7 for 18 or 6 for 17, something like that. Takeaway last week, just an atrocity. And it's not really... A great determining factor playing San Francisco even though you were on the road because that team's beat up. So this would be a real test to see what the mindset is for Bruce Arians and the rest of the defensive coaching staff to see if they may want to drop back into coverage a little bit instead of just blitzing all the time because Russell Wilson eats you up. It doesn't matter if the offensive line is as bad as it is. Russell Wilson will eat you for breakfast if you try to blitz him all day. He'll get outside and he'll make plays, and the secondary will be weakened by the lack of players back there because that's what happens when teams blitz. All right, I'm going to take a minute, talk about mybookie.ag. So ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me, you know, who do you take? Steelers, Chiefs, Patriots, Broncos. What do I do? Well, I tell them, mybookie.ag is where you want to be. It's it's funny that it's it's almost as important as where you bet is is who you're betting on. So there's a couple things that differentiate mybookie.ag from others. Number one, which is the big one, there's in-game betting. One, another one, which is an even bigger one, is that when you cash out, it takes two days. Two business days to get your cash back. It's insane. I mean, there have been a lot of issues with that. Two days, bing bang, boom, you get your money back. Boom. You play, you win, you get paid. It's a hell of a tagline. If you l- use the promo code locked on, you can get up to a hundred dollar deposit or a hundred percent deposit match. Two teams I like this week. I like New England on the road, minus eight and a half at Denver. You can see that Denver was exposed last week, and that defense is tired. It looks like it's quitting on the offense. And then i like Atlanta at home. I think they're giving three against Dallas. This this will be a shootout in Dallas. I trust Matt Ryan in shootouts more than I do Dak Prescott. Prescott. Sorry, I live in Arizona. Prescott's a, a town here. You pay. You play. You win. You get paid. Check out myboogie.ag today. So back to... Tonight's matchup, Cardinals, Seahawks. What do I think is going to happen? This is, And this is the, the sad part where I really have to separate myself from what I'm uh, – because I'm not a homer by any stretch. I never have been for any of the teams that I love. I think this is the starting point for the Seahawks for the rest of the season, making a push and eventually potentially winning the division. I see Seattle winning by two touchdowns. This, this is just... This is where good teams separate themselves. It's Week 10, baby. This is like Saturday at the Masters. It's moving day. Week 10 starts moving day in the NFL season. Kind of jockey for position a little bit Thursday and Friday, but Week 10 and on, that's moving day. That is Saturday at the Masters. So... I predict Cardinals will lose 24 14. And that's with two missed field goals from Phil Dawson. So my bold prediction. So before I get out of here, I do want to talk about Pro Football Focus as well. Pro Football Focus and uh, Locked On Sports Podcast Network have a great relationship where if you go to the podcast portion of iTunes, Search for Locked On Cardinals. You can subscribe or listen and then leave a review saying what you think about my podcast. Leave your Twitter handle in there. And once that happens, you'll be entered in the running to win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. Pro Football Focus gives away one Edge subscription, which is $40 value, per show, per week. So you just got to go leave a review saying you love me, you hate me, whatever. And you can win a Pro Football Focus subscription. For those who don't know what Pro Football Focus is, they pretty much are, are in charge of all the next-gen stats when it comes to football. It's like, hey, I want to find out how Ezekiel Elliott plays when the temperature is between 45 and 55 degrees. Cool, they got you. Turf, regular grass, got you. It'll help with fantasy. They have, they have their own player rankings where they crunch all these numbers. It's a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic organization. So, again, all you have to do to win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription or be in the running for it is go to the podcast portion of iTunes, search for Lockdown Cardinals, leave a review for one of my podcasts with your Twitter handle in it. If you don't have a Twitter handle, make one. takes two seconds, and you can win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. It's that easy. 24-14 Seattle over Arizona is what I'm predicting will happen tonight. I just don't think the Cardinals have what it takes. But it's at home, and it's against a division. It doesn't matter. No matter if Earl Thomas plays or not, which he won't. Richard Sherman plays or not, which he most likely will. I trust the Seattle defense more than I trust the Arizona offense, even if the Seattle defense is hobbled. It's really what it comes down to. It's unfortunate. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow about if I was right or if I was wrong. Yeah, stay tuned. Tomorrow on the Friday edition of Locked On Cardinals with Alex Clancy, that's me. Follow me on Clancy's Corner. Check out mybookie.ag. Leave me a review on my pod on the podcast portion of iTunes for Locked On Cardinals. You can win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.